Welcome to the Plentiful Goddess Podcast. My name is Jessica Karabad and I'm a holistic coach for women, certified vegan nutritionist, fitness trainer, yogi, and Raki master. I have coached hundreds of women worldwide and I made it my mission to help women from all around the world transform their lives and health in ways they didn't think was possible. If you're looking to uplevel your health, learn about the best practical tips on vegan health and fitness, master your menstrual cycle, improve your relationship with food and so much more so that you can reconnect with the powerful woman that you're meant to be, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is for you to help you step up your game, reconnect with yourself as a woman and elevate your health and life. We are going to have so much fun in this podcast. Are you ready? Let's begin. Hello and welcome back to the Plentiful Goddess podcast. I feel like I haven't recorded, again, a podcast episode in so long. The podcast episodes that were my recent ones were about or were together with a YouTube video. This one does not have a YouTube video because I am on my period, I'm in bed and I'm recording this out of my bed because uh, I needed a little break. <laughs> uh, but I was very inspired to um, actually record this podcast episode. So that's that's why I'm doing it. Um, awesome. So I hope you are listening to this at a time that you're feeling good. And if you're not feeling good, um, yeah, things are always going to work out. Um, and yeah, I just hope you're having an awesome start into the day or you're having a great day so far or a great ending of your day. And I know you're listening to this because you want to learn how to stay consistent on your weight loss journey. And I sat down and I was like, okay, <clears throat> what are some of the things that I teach my clients? What are some of the things that I do that really help me stay consistent? And I wrote out quite a lot, actually. I was very impressed. I was like, oh, that that makes a lot of sense here. So um, some things are going to be a no-brainer and some things are going to be like, oh, I didn't think about that because I want to give you all of the spectrum here, okay? So the very first thing on how to stay consistent on your weight loss journey is to make a plan, but to make a plan that is realistic. No, Like, I don't know who you are, the person that you're listening to this. You might be a mother, you might be a student, you might be working full-time and studying full-time. I don't know your schedule, but we need to be very aware that everyone is different. Everyone has a different schedule. Everyone has different things that they're going through in life. And I think really acknowledging that we have, you know, things that are happening in our life as well. So what I would encourage you to do is if you feel like you're struggling with staying consistent, is to make a plan, but to make a plan that's realistic. So you want to look at all of the things you have to do in a week or a day. Like, you probably got to go to work, right? You have, maybe it's the commuting time as well that is getting off of your work, uh, of your time in a day. You have to work, maybe you have homework, uh, maybe you have to take care of your kids, maybe you have to drop your kids somewhere, like whatever it is. Um, pull out your Google Calendar or your calendar or you write it down, like whatever is the best way for you to keep track and really have a realistic look and all, at all of the things that you already have to do in your day, in your week that you know are non-negotiable. So you got to go to work. You got to pick up your kids, right? These are things that, you know, you like 
you could die if you don't do that. Okay, <laughs> let's say it like that. So you want to become very, very, very clear that these are non-negotiable. They have to happen. And when you have that done, also, I encourage you to think a little bit more about the time that you're spending that you might say they're not really being productive. So maybe you're watching a Netflix uh, series or you're scrolling on Instagram or you're scrolling on TikTok, whatever it is, I encourage you to also look at these hours, look at maybe take a week to just become very aware of all of the time that you're spending, maybe where you feel like you might be wasting your time. Okay, I want to be very, very honest and blunt here. So just have a look at all of these things. And then from that, you can decide, okay, do you want to keep them? Or do you feel like, hey, if I fit in a half an hour workout in there, that's good enough. Because another thing as well is we, I feel like a lot of people think you have to invest so much time and energy into being healthy, into your weight loss, into your health journey, whatever it is. But it's not the case. If you have 20 minutes in a day to work out, you have 20 minutes in a day to work out. And that is more than enough, right? I'd rather have you move 20 minutes a day than not move at all and spend those 20 hours scrolling on your phone, okay? So now that you have everything laid out in your plan, you actually calculate the amount of hours, minutes that you would have to yourself each week for working out, for meal prepping, grocery shopping, all of the things that you got to do. Okay, probably mostly for like working out and doing the things that maybe you're not doing yet or maybe you're struggling with really staying consistent with. And then you put them in and you actually see, okay, maybe it's, yeah, you know, you have three to four hours in a week that you're actually spending time on your phone or not doing anything or wasting your time, whatever it is, okay? Now you actually want to look at, okay, when are the times in your week you can put that hour in of workout, the 45 minutes in of the workout, the 20 minutes in of the workout, whatever it is. And that's as simple as that, right? And I think we really have to be honest here because we have a life, we all have things to do. When we are able to have the negotiables and the non-negotiables right next to each other, that's super, super helpful. Um, And then, you know, we can feel good knowing, okay, I'm not sacrificing my time with my kids or anything like this, but I'm also really spending my time in a good way. And I'm not saying, okay, never watch Netflix again, never scroll on your phone. Dude, I'm I'm doing that too, you know, and it's fine. But I am very cautious of my time. Like, I really want to make sure that if I do that, I have my workout, or maybe I'm sick, or I'm on my period, like today, right, where I am in my bed, and I am not moving much. And that's the best way that I like to spend my, my bleed, right? So whatever it is that you got to do for you, I just encourage you to find it out for you, okay? That is point number one. Now, the second point that I have for you is to remind yourself every day of your goal. Wake up with it and go to bed with it. So what that means is I really highly encourage you to become very clear, crystal, crystal clear of what it is that you want. So if you, for example, say, oh, I want to lose weight, become clear like how much weight do you want to lose maybe there are pants that you want to fit in what do you like why do you want to lose the weight right are you going to have more energy to play with your kids like really become very crystal clear of it but then you want to wake up with it so when you wake up the first thing that you think about is your goal like being motivated to get up being excited to work towards this goal 
reminding yourself why you do what you do. And the, the, the same thing happens with when you go to bed with, right? Because the, the first things that we think, the first things that we see is going to really set your day. Um, and you're going to set yourself up for success or for failure or for a day that might not be, you know, as successful that you would like it to be. And the same thing when you, the last thoughts that you have in bed, they're going to really program your mind and you're going to wake up with similar thoughts the next day. So I just highly, highly recommend figuring this out for you. In case you hear a fly in the background, I apologize. There is a huge fly in my room right now and it's so annoying. And oh my God, it's very loud. I very much apologize. I thought I was sleeping. Anyways, I'll try to continue recording this. <laughs> um, hopefully you cannot hear that fly. So anyways, um, again, really programming your mind. Programming your mind about why you want this, why it's important to you, what it's going to do for you. Okay, that's my second point here. Maybe, you know, journaling helps. Maybe writing little post notes and putting it on your mirror helps like whatever it is that you got to do do it okay um third surround yourself with like-minded individuals who are on the same journey as you that is really 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 big guys and i truly mean this because another point is and i i, I can put these two together Pay attention to the people you spend the most time with. Are they supporting you or are they bringing you down? So I think those two go hand in hand because first of all, when you spend time with people that think, ah, girl, you look great already. Get yourself this cocktail, like eat that pizza. But like inside of you, you feel actually bad that you're doing it. But your friend has that type of influence on you and then you do it anyways and then you feel bad afterwards. That's not how friendships supposed to go. You want to have friends that support you. You want to have people around in your life that support you. That might be doing their own thing. That's fine. But that encourage you. That 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 lift you up. And not quite the opposite, right? This is very very big because there's a saying: you become the person um, that you know. You become the result of the five people that you surround yourself with. That is a pretty big deal to me. And when you spend your time mostly with people maybe that are overweight or are not taking care of their health, are not working out, are complaining about their lives all of the time, always see the negative and stuff, should, you know, they, they talk bad about other people, they gossip, like, that's who you're going to become too, right? Because that's what you know and that's what you surround yourself with. But also the opposite is the truth, right? If you surround yourself with like-minded people, people that are health conscious, people that are taking care of the things that they're putting into their body, into their mind, all of those things, that's who you're going to become ultimately as well. So just really keep that in mind um, because that's that's huge. And I didn't realize this for a long time in my life as well. And I really to, to do, I needed to do some inventory. Um, and there were people I just had to distance myself from because there was just so much negativity. And every time I would speak to them, it would bring me down so much. I would have the best day ever. Um, and then I would speak to them. And it would be like they would always find the smallest things in life that would annoy them and that would bring them down. And I saw their life in such a positive light. They had so many great things that they were achieving. But in my eyes, like it wasn't, it was not a good influence on me. And I just, I just saw how I ended up, 
having these conversations as well, complaining about like complaining about things that just weren't really lifting me up, you know? <clears throat> so I really had to I had to make a cut for a while and, you know, find find people that, that lift me up. And the change was huge when I when I did find these people that were on the same path as me or in a similar path as me, you know? So yeah, that's uh well, I guess three and four. Um then I have a very very important next point to make which is my my fifth point um we really got to got to clarify this perfection does not exist and this is guys this is a pretty big one because um it makes me so sad when I think back of my own behavior and how I grew up and how I um treated my body and how I struggled with my relationship with food and, and how I always wanted to be perfect. I always wanted to look perfect. I wanted to make sure my, my food is perfect. There was not a gram of salt too much. There was not a gram of oil too much. There was like... Ugh. And I would fall into this really bad black and white mentality. I also teach this to my clients a lot, actually. I would fall into this black and white mentality that would completely mess with my well-being and... You know, guys, this is not even about like dieting anymore and, and creating a healthy lifestyle. This is really like, what does this do to your mind, to your well-being, to your headspace, right? If it if it messes with you, it's not good. <clears throat> and there are parts of you that need to be healed simultaneously or first, right? So in my coaching program in the Plentiful Goddess, what we do is 80% of what we do in the calls is mindset is trauma work it's emotion it's emotional work because the reason why you're here in the first place is in many cases so much so deep so much deeper rooted than most people understand right and so we really got to understand there's so much more to health and a healthy body than just eating right and working out right but that's a completely different story but what I really want to share here is Again, perfection does not exist. And if you um, strive for that, I can guarantee you, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. The perfect diet does not exist. And when we step away from it, and we, if you give, I think if you do your best, whatever that is for you, you're further than 99% of people. And a black and white mentality I also want to touch on because black and white pr pretty much means, you know, you're putting life into boxes. You're putting situations into boxes. Like it's either way all in or not in at all. It's either way perfect diet or, you know, cheat days, five days in a row. Like it's this very, very, um, it's also when you say things like, oh, I'm going to start my diet tomorrow, you know, like things like that can very much become very unhealthy for your mind because you're always like you're you're wasting so much energy and time on making things perfect that it's impossible to to, to make it's impossible to make things perfect you know even like with veganism I'm a vegan but I'm not a perfect vegan like it happened to me that I bought bread and that has milk in it and it, it had milk in it and I didn't know right I didn't know this or it might have had eggs in it 
things like that happen. I'm trying my best, but I also know if I strive for perfection, I'm going to fail because also perfection is a man-made thing. Like what is really perfect, right? Perfection doesn't exist. And I think we have to really get clear on that. That's why I was saying, like, even if you can just fit in 20 minutes of a workout a day, that's amazing. That's incredible. Like, that's so much better than doing one workout every two weeks for one hour, right? So, yeah, just um, just some food for thought here for yourself as well. Now, my next point would be is to learn how to allow yourself to have your favorite snacks and meals and also learn how to include those in your diet, right? So I think what's really important is when we, it kind of ties into the perfection aspect as well, when we um, go on a diet, when you want to have a healthy lifestyle, what a lot of times can happen is that we put food into boxes as well. This is good food, this is bad food, right? So all of a sudden, all of our favorite foods like chocolate, pizza, all of that stuff becomes uh, bad and vegetables and all of that, you know, healthy stuff becomes good. And so we then tend to stay away completely from that unhealthy food or the unhealthy snacks. Or when we do, we go all in and then we have a full cheat meal or day or whatever. And we overdo it as well, right? So definitely learning how to include your favorite meals, um, your favorite snacks into the day, very important. And you can do this by learning how to eat a balanced diet. And this is also what we do in the Plentiful Goddess program, where you learn how to create a balanced diet, making, you know, protein, fats and carbs, all of that, your basis of your meal. Because when you eat this way, you're giving your body everything that it needs and you're able to include those snacks and, and favorite meals so much easier, okay? Now, my next point is um, also I actually had to I had to think about how I'm going to approach this because I feel like a lot of people um, struggle with staying on a diet, right? So they maybe they're good for a week and then they feel like they have failed the diet or fall, they have fallen off the diet because they have had some drinks over the weekend or they cheated with a pizza, whatever it is, okay? Um, I think we need to really, first of all, break the term of dieting because dieting is really bad. It doesn't really uh, teach you how to create a lifestyle. It just teaches you how to create short-term results, which is also not sustainable. But the other thing as well is when these things happen, Instead of seeing it like, okay, whatever, I'm going to, you know, start a Monday again and I failed my diet or I fall off, whatever. Seeing it as like, okay, what did this teach me? Like, what happened? Why did I feel like I had to do this cheat meal? Is it because I wasn't allowing myself those favorite snacks, those favorite meals in a day? Like, what really made me go to that drink or that three drinks that I initially didn't want? But then maybe I was surrounding myself with people that that I felt like I felt peer pressure. And why did I feel this peer pressure? Like maybe that I have a shitty day and I didn't allow myself to process my emotions and I felt like food was the only resort. So whenever things like these happen, allowing ourselves to redirect and be like, okay, what did this teach me about me, about my habits, my behavior, the people that I'm surrounding myself with, all of those circumstances. And I'm not saying to blame it on other people, but to learn from it and be like, what again what did this teach me what can I take from this how can I do better the next time okay so that's a super useful tool I believe the next point that I have here is to really not only you know what I said surround yourself with like-minded people but also 
listen to podcasts like these, right? Read books, become very cautious of what information you consume online. Like when you scroll on TikTok, when you scroll on Instagram, like what are the, th- the things that you're uh, reading? What are the things that you're watching? What are the things that you're exposed to every day? Like when you watch TV, when you watch Netflix, like what are the things that you hear, that you see, um, that you consume? And I say this to my clients all the time, like if there are parts of you that you want to improve, listen to podcasts about mindset, listen to podcasts about health, like whatever it is that you can do, really immerse yourself in that experience so it becomes you and cut out all of the things that are not serving you. That's super, super important because that's how you're going to reprogram your mind, right? It, it takes consistency, but it also takes a very conscious effort um, to change habits in the long run, right? It's not just about doing it once a month and expecting the result to appear. You've got to really, really stay consistent with all of these things. Now, my next point would be to... Oh, guys, the fly is really flying in my face. <laughs> the next point would be to find space, if it's even just once a week or once a day, whatever you need or is possible for you, to clear your mind when everything seems overwhelming. Sometimes life can feel overwhelming. We can feel like we have so many things in place, goals, things that we want to achieve. And what can happen is that we can seem very overwhelmed, right? We can feel like things are too much. Um, And when we can take a little bit of time for ourselves, some space, if it's going on a quick walk or meditating, whatever it is for you to clear your mind, like that's just so, so, so powerful because when we distance ourselves, I always like to say the eagle eye perspective, when we imagine our life from the eagle eye perspective, what would you say to yourself? What what advice would you give yourself? Like, how would you see things differently? Really allowing yourself to to, um, look at your life as well and not just live it all the time, right? It's important to live it, but it's also important to reflect a little bit and see what things made you do what and and why maybe you're feeling sad or all of those things, right? It's so, so, so important. And that's also going to give you more, more clarity about what serves you, what doesn't serve you, right? Because if you're just so busy all of the time, you will have a hard time reflecting on those things and really learning those habits that, that are going to serve you in the long run. And then my last advice um, is to find yourself some type of accountability tool. If it's joining my coaching program, if it's finding an accountability partner, if it, whatever it is that you got to do. Why? Because they actually have done research that has shown, the research has shown that 95, like people are 95% more likely to achieve their goal if they have accountability, which is crazy to me. And when I, when I read that statistic, when I read that research piece, it just made so much sense, right? Because when you're more like if you pay for a program like mine, like you paid for it, you're invested in it, you're going to do it because it's there. You know, you want to you want to have the result. You want to achieve your goal. Um, and that's why this this is so, so, so important. So rounding it up, if you feel like, yes, Jess, I actually feel called to join the Plentiful Goddess. Um, I would very, very happy I would be very happy to talk to you. I would be very happy to connect with you. So there's going to be a link in the show notes where you can apply to my program. We can connect. We can see if you're a good fit. 
we can get on a call, no strings attached, and just really see if the program that I have would be a right fit for you, okay? Um, because everything that I just described are things that are going to help you really stay consistent when you commit to yourself, when you are part of a bigger movement, when you're a part of a community, when you have a coach by your side that supports you, that's really, really going to help you with the consistency piece that so many people struggle with. All right, that is it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening to me and the fly in the background in case you heard it. (laughs) Hopefully you didn't. Um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Make sure you give me a follow on Instagram. It's I am Jessica Carvad and I will see you there. Take care. Bye.